welcome to Josie's Bar podcast. Come into the bar, have a drink, um, and talk about some Daredevil with us, because we love Daredevil, and we are reviewing every single issue of Daredevil, one, one a week, for the next, how many years are we on now? Probably on about 11 and three quarter years or something. Well, it's never going to, it's least. always going to, it's always going to be 12 years. Unless it's always, stop, that's true. It's always going to be 12 years. Unless they stop making it. So it's like, you know, in 10 years time, well, almost nine years time when we're both 50, it'll yeah. still be 12 years. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, I'm I'm Claire and that's Vicky. And joining Yo. us is is the most special of special guests. It's our returning special guest. Uh, it's Daniel. Hello, Yay. guys. Thank you for having me back. No, thank you for coming back. Like, I'm so happy to have you back. Thank you for getting up early yes. to record. Although it's not as early as it was going to be, because I completely forgot that the clocks had changed in England. Uh, yeah, I, I would to completely miss that. <laughs> we're, uh, we're a couple of weeks shy from our clocks being uh, turned back. Yeah, I, I I completely missed it as well, and then I read about it last night and was like, oh, I get an extra hour in bed, hooray! <laughs> and then yeah, I woke you, up like an hour earlier than I usually do, so that yeah, plan didn't work. You, you <laughs> don't get an extra hour in bed when you have an OAP cat. No, Vicky got woken up by her cat at 4.30 in the morning, uh, Daniel. Oh. Because it was like... <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't understand. You know, it's it's five thirty. Get up, feed me. <laughs> like, dude, seriously, it's half four. Sleep, sleep. So, um, Daniel, you were um, you were saying before we start recording that you caught up on um, issues of the podcast because you had to know what we thought of the Mask Marauders outfit from the the um, uh, previous two issues. So, um, I want to I want to know your thoughts on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um I was catching up and I read sixteen and seventeen and as soon as I finished seventeen I sent you guys a message and I was like, Oh my gosh, did you tutor booth the Marauders outfit? <laughs> and then you said, Oh well you just have to you just have to wait and find out and I'm like, Okay, well, you know, I can't just live in suspense, so I had to listen to it. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I I booted it real hard. Oh, so hard. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the, not a uh, good outfit. No, I I said that it was like a little Kleenex tissue in front of his face because that's all I could picture was like a Kleenex tissue. Yeah, and it's also it after like the plunderer, like the plunderer was so good. <laughs> like the plunderer is oh, just a, a, a smorgasbord of beautiful outfits. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had Mask Marauder. <laughs> but they they somehow managed to make the Marauder's outfit look even worse in the second issue. Yeah, I, did. I didn't understand. Like, had he been wearing it too long? That's why it was all baggy. Like, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, maybe he put it in the wash and it, you know, <laughs> it was the wrong settings or something. Well, I think they, they forgot to color in the like the Kleenex tissue, so it just made it even worse. <laughs> yeah, it just, it's just not a good, a good costume. Like, we'll discuss this week's uh, villain's costume uh, in a bit. Because I'm very, very curious as to your guys' thoughts on it. Um, but first of all, we're in the bar, so what are you guys drinking? Daniel, I'm in suspense. What are you drinking? I, I have gotten up and I have broken the, you know, before 5 a.m. or 5, yeah, 5 p.m. 5 a.m.? <laughs> or, or the, I guess, 5 p.m. rule. Um, 
but I am drinking a wine spritzer. It wow. is a crisp white. Uh, it's kind of like a apple and pear wine spritzer. Wow, it's the because first I, alcohol I like in Josie's I had bar. To, uh, it's the yeah, first I had alcohol. to break the tradition. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're toasting you in Josie's bar. You've got the first glass of Josie's bar grog. You hey. salute you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Vicky? I am drinking a cup of chai. Is this the My... gingerbread chai from last week? Oh, yes. I oh. love that. Yeah, Burden Blends gingerbread chai. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, things are get... festive in the bar. Yeah, I even, I even went so far as to... Um, sprinkle some cinnamon on the top of the froth oh wow and it's yeah oh God, i love that like seriously if if any of our listeners in the uk haven't tried bird and blends gingerbread chai you are missing out on the greatest tea of all time mm. mm-hmm. i don't it's know about so, that because i it, i i like a bit of t2 tea so i don't know oof. i don't oof. know with them fighting words I am drinking a a Diet Coke, and I put a little squeeze of lime juice into it. Oh, fancy. I know, just as a little twist, you know. Lavish. I feel like I should be drinking it out of a, a martini glass or something, but the, I'm drinking it out of my, my Daredevil tumbler. The decadence. Yeah, so decadent. <laughs> <laughs> From in my, car, my tune tumbler, <laughs> as it's called. Okay, well, this issue, we are dis- oh, well, this week we are discussing... Uh, Daredevil issue number 18. Um, finally, our, our little podcast can vote in the UK. Um, I don't know what the voting age is in the States. Is it 18 as well, Daniel? It's 18. Oh, congratulations. You can vote in the upcoming election podcast. Well done. Uh, <laughs> and this issue is called There Shall Come a Gladiator. Uh, yeah. It was released July the 1st, 1966. And again, we've got a very, very in-depth description from Marvel Unlimited of this issue which is as follows. Foggy's bravado reaches a new low as he continues to tell Karen Page that he is Daredevil. After having a Daredevil costume made in his size, Foggy agrees to a mock battle with the costume's designer. Foggy and Karen's date goes horribly awry when the mock battle turns into a fight to the death. Will the real Daredevil step in to save his colleagues? Introducing the gladiator. (laughs) And the story was by Smiling Stanley, well, for the first seven pages. And then after that, it was written by Denny O'Neill because uh, Stanley went on holiday, apparently, according to the, the first page. Um, art by Jazzy John Romita. Inks by Fearless Frank Giacoya. And lettering by Swinging Sammy Rosen. Yay, Yay. Sammy! We, lo- we love Sammy. I actually... Um looked up sam rosen like i, I couldn't oh. resist are you going to tell us horrible uh, things about him no I, well actually i don't know he, there's very little out there that i was able to find on my very quick internet search mm-hmm. um but apparently him and Artie simnick basically lettered everything that marvel produced for like the first 10 years so wow. from like 1962 to 72 the two of them basically lettered lettered everything that marvel put out um, but then it said that he apparently had like a nervous breakdown in the early seventies oh. and just never worked in comics again. Oh, that's a shame. I mean, if, he, if he's doing everything that Marvel produced, though, like that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, they were, especially in the early days, they had a lot of books, and if, like, you and one other person are lettering all of it, and yeah. they had a lot of, like, you go back and look, they have a lot of thought balloons, and it's very wordy back then, you know, much more so than it is today, so that would be a ton of work. Definitely. You can't really get a, a break either. I mean, there was a there was a couple of issues um, that he didn't do, wasn't there, and it was R.T. Simek, um, Vicky, and now yeah. uh, Sammy Rosen's back, so... Yeah, that is a lot of pressure. He's listed as a calligrapher, mm-hmm. which, you know, I guess is basically writing, like, having really good handwriting as a profession. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, I, um, like, the uh, the writers that did, like, the Declaration and, like, the Constitution and stuff were, like, listed as, like, calligraphers, and okay. apparently they, like, practice, like, handwriting as, like, an art form. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so jealous of people that do, like, that have amazing handwriting, <laughs> you know? Because you could just bring that to everything, couldn't you? He died in 1992. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, I he hope looked... he was he was well for you know the after he retired and. Yeah. And we appreciate your work, Sammy Rosen. We do. We love you, Sammy. Um. So this issue introduces a new villain called the Gladiator. Now, in our last episode, um. We alluded to the fact that Vicky, uh, having not read the comics, has already actually met this character, um, just not in costume. Now, Daniel, do you think it would be a spoiler if I told Vicky this character's civilian identity name? Because we don't find it out in this issue. Um, I don't, I mean, maybe a minor one, but you've already met the character, though, yeah. so it wouldn't be, like, a, a huge spoiler for... You know, if you told her before, it might have spoiled, like, you know, who the gladiator was. But now she kind of knows. Okay. So, okay. So I will I will refer to him as his as his actual name uh, in this before he's in his costume. So we start the issue where we're in a costume shop that Foggy enters, which looks exactly like the Wax Museum. I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are we sure that this isn't like the Fellowship of Fears waxwork hideout? I'm pretty sure it is. Well, because this, this costume maker has not only made costumes, he's made like lifelike waxworks as well to yeah. put them on. I was like, that's. I was, I was wondering if like he got like the wax works from Mister Fear and then put oh, his I costumes on them. Maybe it was like maybe it was like a job lot when yeah. they were like, <laughs> clearing it out. You know how like um, police have their their own auctions, don't they? Yeah, yeah. To like raise money from um, like the proceeds of is it like proceeds of crime? I think they call it. Um, maybe like uh, the gladiator did that. He was just like, oh yeah, that that would be great. Like I could put my costumes on actual like waxwork versions of the character. Of the maybe people. maybe like the newly smart ox did it because we know that that hideout was still there. So he yeah. was like, well, I'm gonna start my life again, you know, and I'm gonna make a bit, little bit of money. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sell these on eBay or whatever the version of eBay was at the time. <laughs> make a bit of cash. Yeah, and he sold them to uh, this guy. Uh, that was his probation work. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Foggy has basically gone here because um, Karen is 99% convinced that he is Daredevil, but she still won't marry him. So he has to convince her 100%. So I was like, so you want to you want her to marry you based on a lie, Foggy? Hmm. Dick move. What, <laughs> uh, what I will point out is that they like in this issue specifically, they've actually made Foggy look 
his age. Yeah. They've kind of got him. They they seem to they seem to have settled on what he looks like now, like John Romita yeah. has. Yeah. So, which was yeah, I kind of I kind of liked that. What what do we think about Foggy's plan to get Karen to marry him? He's an, he's an idiot. Like what the hell? Yeah. Like I worry about what the long term like. What, what is your long term plan here? Like even yeah. if you somehow convince her that you're that you're Daredevil and oh she marries you, like what, what happens the next day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like because either way she's gonna she's either gonna end up like hating you for being such a liar or mourning you at your funeral because you, <laughs> you, because you took someone on as daredevil and they killed you yeah so like this is yeah not a good what, plan what's it yeah but i don't like is karen really like in love with daredevil though because you know i thought in previous issues she was still like you know hot to try it over matt and yeah. like you know, was he saying like I couldn't, you know, I I could never be with someone like Daredevil, I, you know, and she was still kind of centered on Matt. So I'm not sure how this yeah even, like works. I never got that vibe really. Like she's she's really she's impressed. I think she you know uh, like they do with a lot of the female characters of this era. It's like the the costumed superheroes. Mm-hmm. They're always a bit like oh wow. Because she was like that, a little bit like that with Spider Man last week, wasn't she? Because I remember. Yeah, like, I was going to say she was like like that over Spider Man as well. One of the one of Fog, I think like one of Foggy's thought bubbles last week was like, oh, I wish she said like I wish she said my name with such awe, like she does with Spider Man, while Spider Man's going absolutely batshit trying to strangle Foggy. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, it's a bit kind of like, I think maybe he's sort of misinterpreted it mm-hmm. to the point yeah. where it's like he thinks, oh, well, you know, all women, you know, want a big, strong superhero. Um, and they seem to they seem to have like the most dealings with with Daredevil. So he's just kind of putting two and two together and getting 11. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Karen's almost just kind of like intrigued. Like, can this really be like more than like you know being infatuated with them i think she's just like can this really be true and she's just kind of wanting to like explore it (laughs) yeah like whether or not it's true or not as opposed to like actually dating him yeah because she's not sort of yeah she definitely seems more intrigued than she is like oh foggy daredevil Mm. take me now (laughs) (laughs) she's yeah she's it's, Which is almost kind of the opposite because she's she almost kind of sees Matt as someone she could like you know take care of and you know fix. kind of take under her wing and I think that's yeah. part of her like early fascination with Matt too. Mm. Yeah, Definitely. for sure. Yeah, well, she's always, she's always yeah. I I don't know. Um, we we get some great <laughs> it, it's, customers. It's a little bit surface. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's a lot of like surface attraction in these early comics, you yeah. know. It's, and like yeah. I feel I feel really bad for Foggy because it's like he thinks that little of himself as himself. Yeah. That he could never like oh Karen's never gonna be interested in me if I don't have something like it more intriguing and interesting about myself. And that's really sad. Well also the fact that she's more interested in Matt. 
where Matt, in her words, is just emotionally distant and cold to her. And Foggy must be like, what does she see in him when he's just mean to her? When Foggy's yeah. actually nice to her, you know, it, yeah, that's got to be just... a bit, a bit upsetting. Oh, you know, these three, honestly. Yeah, it's like the greatest <laughs> soap opera ever. Um, speaking of great things, we get some great customer service uh, from the owner of his yeah. costume shop. He's like, what do you want? He's like, uh, Foggy's like, oh, it's not important. Don't worry. And he's like, uh, not important. Then you should not have come in here. You should not have disturbed me at my work. I was like, wow, I would, I would not talk to a customer like that in my shop. You, you, you'd really like to. Oh, well, yeah, I would love but... to. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Foggy describes this man as having the blazing eyes of a real fanatic. Um, so, Vicky, this person, because I don't want to call him the costume maker, so I'm going to refer to him as his actual name. So are you ready for a grand reveal? Uh, this is Melvin Potter. Now, you have watched the Daredevil TV series, haven't you, Vicky? Yes. So uh, you might remember a character who's very different in the the show, uh, who does kind of change a bit in the comics um, from his initial appearance here. But the person who designed Daredevil's costume, who is in all three seasons of Daredevil. Oh, so OK. That is oh. Melvin Potter. Oh, OK. That's cool. And we get a lot of little hints in the Daredevil show that he may become the gladiator because in one scene there's like plans lying around on one of the tables for the little um, spinny blade things he has on his his, uh, wrists. And at one point he shows Matt that he's making protective outfit for himself and it's the it's the top with the gladiator symbol on it like the little three things yeah so there's loads and loads of like little hints he never becomes the gladiator but there's lots of hints to the fact that he is the gladiator uh-huh. yeah Sweet. like in the first season when he was fighting matt he like picked up and like used like the, the circular blade and threw it yeah. there's a little nod to this yeah so it's very cool i i would have liked if he had gone full gladiator eventually but Unfortunately, we never got that to was, see um, Yeah, if they, um, during the Save Daredevil Con, I don't know if you guys saw it, um, mm-hmm. but they were interviewing the showrunners for season one and season three. And uh, um, the season three showrunner, showrunner was saying that that was in the plans for season four, if they would have gotten it, um, was that they were going to have Melvin go full gladiator. That would have been awesome. And they were going to bring, yeah, like yeah, bring in um, Typhoid Mary from Iron Fist. Oh. I, I would have loved to have seen, like, full-on Typhoid Mary, because she was kind of her her origin, you know, sort of, in Iron Fist. And I, I thought she was really good in it. And I love Typhoid Mary um, as, mm-hmm. a, as a villain, and I would have loved to have seen that. Particularly as, like, Iron Fist was a shorter season, Iron Fist season two. So we didn't get to see her as much as you would in a 13-episode um, season. But never mind. If Daredevil comes back, come on. Please, please, pretty please. <laughs> So I'm going to do a little mini toot, um, a little, only a little toot, at Melvin's purple coat and blue waistcoat combo. <laughs> it was quite sweet. I kind of, Well, I thought you might like it, Vicky, because you are obsessed with purple. I am obsessed with purple. Yes. You are correct. And yes. I did. They, they seem they like putting their villains in purple. They do. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so that, you know, automatically I'd be a villain in uh, the, you know, at the MC in, in the Marvel Universe because purple. Because you wear a lot of purple, whereas I would be yeah. a good person because a good guy because I love red. So there. although although Clint does wear purple. Clint does wear purple. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, do what do we think about um, Melvin's? Um, measuring Foggy for a costume while Foggy's still got his coat on. I know. I was like, I don't think that works. Yeah. Maybe it's just part of his... get your exact measurements. through your coat. Really? I was like, maybe this is part of his bad customer service. He's just like, whatever. Whatever. Because we find out that he he doesn't adjust the... um, the, the kind of helmet bit properly because Foggy says it's too small. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Later um, on. So after Foggy leaves, Melvin punches and decapitates the Daredevil <laughs> mannequin because he hates superheroes. It's like, oh, that escalated quickly. Yeah, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> uh, and he's going to use Foggy as his guinea pig. Uh, Matt is, uh, is kind of brooding at home. Um, wearing a green dressing gown and an orange scarf. And I was like, oh, I'm giving that a boot. <laughs> I quite enjoyed his little uh, his little loungewear look. I don't like it. He looks like he's dressed like a reversed carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Although in... Uh... I mean, I was going to give it a, mi- a minor toot. Um, the <laughs> colour scheme is a little off. But, you know, I enjoyed his his comfort wear. No, I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was like it was like you know the the kind of green pajama bottoms and the, and the green dressing gown, and then um, I don't know, like the online. I don't know if you got did you guys read like the paper copy? Uh, I don't I'm, have the paper copy. Uh, yeah, because I'm sure this like the cravat thing was yellow, or am I just imagining that? I don't know. On online on uh, Marvel Unlimited, it was orange. I swear it was yellow. Maybe I'm oh. just. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, uh, what did you think about when he went down to the gym? Because as oh he's walking down, even. as he's walking down those stairs, taking off layers of clothes, I was like, oh no! <laughs> like, oh no, Vicky's gonna go like ultrasonic with rage. <laughs> he's, he's like, I mean, is he he's wearing, got, he's wearing, is he wearing brogues again? Isn't yes. He? Yeah, he's wearing he's his, wearing his brogues, brogues with yeah. white socks. A pair of tidy whiteies <laughs> and like a white t-shirt and his sunglasses. Oh God! <laughs> Just Every time, <laughs> the, the rage, the rage I felt when <laughs> so I was just like, no. <laughs> I love that he wears his brogues to go to, go to his secret gym. <laughs> so was the gym like? Is it behind? Like, I couldn't tell from the panel. Is it, like, behind the bookcase? Does he have, like, a sliding secret passage to his, like, gym? Yeah. Because he rents rents the apartment underneath, doesn't he? Yeah, he rents two. This is it. He rents two apartments and can go on a cruise for months. But they're behind on rent at the office. Like, later on, the building manager says to Karen, like, oh, you, keep, you keep being late with your rent. Can we talk about it? <laughs> She's like, uh, no. But, you know, Matt, you just carry on renting out two, two apartments. In, <laughs> in, in New York, in Manhattan. In New York. <laughs> 
yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, this, this is my, this is my toot of the week. Your I think you My boot, sorry. Oh. I was uh, shocked. Yeah, like, I've actually, in my notes, I've, I've written boot down over, like, four lines. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really big. Like, just, oh, God, Matthew. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm impressed that he's managed to punch um, this boxing bag in half four times, apparently. I think it's, it's made like, of, like, tissue paper. Or yeah, who do you think you are? Steve Rogers? Yeah. I was like, that's that's impressive. Like, I just like the, the idea that he just keeps duct-taping it back together and it's just held together with, like, you know, a bit of masking like, tape. <laughs> a bit of sellotape and the chairs yeah, all... he just punches it once, it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this great. um, the um, th- this page when he's kind of alone and he's got his sunglasses on, mm-hmm. um, it always reminded me of the um, the other Murdoch papers with Christine and how we had discussions about how he's his like sunglasses are almost kind of like a like a security blanket where he mm-hmm. you know he won't you know he kind of keeps people at a distance and won't people like you know kind of see like his whole eyes and everything, but it's just taken to such an extreme here when, you know, he's alone in his apartment by himself and, you know, no one's there and he still has his sunglasses on. Yeah. He's, a, he's alone in his underpants and his brogues. Like just, <laughs> I think we commented on that before as well, because it's, you know, you get it a lot more later on in the comics, obviously that you see him a lot more without his sunglasses on. Um, even even in like in company, but I think the only time we've like properly seen him without his sunglasses, um, as li- like a close up, um, was in that issue um, in uh, where he's in uh, the that he may see issue uh, when he's mm. in the castle of Klaus Kruger when the, the doctor's looking at his eyes. I think that's the only time. So yeah. it's, I think you're yeah. absolutely right, mm-hmm. Daniel, that it's it is kind of taken to an extreme because you're like he he's on his own, like he would. Yeah, he absolutely would not be wearing these sunglasses. Yeah. Like, I wonder if it was like a conscious choice by like the artists and Stanley and stuff where they thought it'd be too far, like, you know, doing like a close up of like a blind man's eyes or showing them and mm. they just like constantly had the sunglasses on because they weren't trying to like offend anybody or or what that was. Well, maybe they were unsure of how to draw an ink. Like a blind man's eyes, or to convey blindness. And if you just have him in sunglasses, um, Mm -hmm. it's like an easy shortcut to saying, "Oh, this guy's blind." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. So if you were like just flicking through and you didn't know what the, um, you know, what the character was about, like even when he's sitting in the chair, he's got his cane, and he doesn't need his cane. He's just sitting in the chair. But if you were to flick through the issue, you'd be like, "Oh, this guy's." working out wearing sunglasses that's kind of weird and then you might be like oh you know it's you know puts in your head that he's he's blind and also i guess when he's sitting in the armchair like he's wearing green and that seems to be foggy's signature suit color oh no is he wearing uh (laughs) he's wearing he's put on foggy's clothes to think about foggy (laughs) (laughs) that's that's weird and creepy. I don't mm, like that. Yeah, I don't know um, about that. But yeah, like maybe it's a kind of like, you know, we only have <laughs> like five colours that we can <laughs> can use. Yeah. So we're going to leave him in his sunglasses with his cane 
even yeah. though he sat at home in his pajamas, just so that you know <laughs> it's foggy. Uh, that it's Matt. It's Matt. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, and his bright orange hair. Um, <laughs> what do we think about my, Matt's white trench coat that he's wearing the next day? I was like, that's a bold like, choice. Did they just forget to colour it? I don't know. I it, thought, it's like a, it was like a lab coat. Yeah, it's like he's wearing yeah. a lab coat. They have it like shaded though, so like, mm. yeah. I mean, they, it's not like it's just like blank. So I would assume it's like a conscious choice to make it white. Yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting that he's because usually he wears like he he predominantly wears black. Uh, Matt does occasionally he wears like a dark kind of burgundy suit we've seen before. You know when he's in suits and like his coats are black and everything. So I just thought it was an interesting choice. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it was very bold. Maybe he would put it in the laundry and he put a bit too much bleach in. <laughs> And he bleached it by accident. Possibly. I don't know. So Foggy and Karen um, have agreed to go on a date that night. And Matt has overheard. And Foggy is being the most unsubtle um, to Karen about him possibly being Daredevil. For instance, when he says, and remember, Karen, if Matt ever does get in trouble, Daredev, I mean, I'm always here to come to his aid. (laughs) And then he says, Matt, if if ever I seem to be missing for a few days, don't concern yourself about it. You see, I have some uh, business matters to take care of, which I can't tell anyone about. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. uh, My note for this is just, oh, foggy, no. (laughs) Foggy, no. Foggy, no. Yeah. Um, And his plan is to hide, to get this costume, hide it in his desk and then be like, oh, Karen, please go and get me a pen. Um, and then she's going to find it. Yeah. Um, and he goes to collect his costume. Melvin is furious because Foggy walks in on him making this other costume, which is, is weird because he's a costume maker. Just play yeah. it off like I'm making a costume for someone. Um, and this is when the plan comes up where Melvin suggests Foggy battles a villain in front of Karen because then she'll be really impressed. Which Foggy goes in completely unprepared. Like he hasn't, they haven't planned. If you're going to pretend to battle someone, you kind of have to choreograph something, you know? Yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you? To make it look convincing. You can't just, I don't know, play at it. It's because it's going to look completely Mm. fake. (sighs) You could give old Chris Brewster a call. It's just this whole... Oh, excuse me. I don't know where that came from. Ooh. That just—I'm so sorry. That just kind of snuck Your tea out. Your is knocking you out. <laughs> um, it, it just this as as this issue went on, I was just like, Foggy, what are you doing? <laughs> like you are digging yourself a deeper and deeper and deeper hole. Yeah. Like just stop. Just just stop. <laughs> it's fine you don't have to you know it's like this whole you know i'm gonna get i'm gonna get this costume and everything you don't have to get into a fight just like turn up on karen's balcony or something yeah go or like you know superman and lois lane yeah when he just like pops in when lois lane's having a fag on the balcony (laughs) can you read my mind do you know what i'm thinking i love Um, that film (laughs) (laughs) I I really like the panel of Foggy trying on the costume and standing in front of the mirror because I've done this pose many times and been like, oh, 
don't know if I can get away with wearing this. <laughs> Again, like you, like you and me in our in our unitard costumes. Yes. It's like oh, I think you know, I, uh, two layers of Spanx isn't enough. I'll just add one. More. <laughs> I'll just add one more. Three, three will do it. When you can, when one can wear three layers of Spanx, one should always wear three layers of Spanx when one is wearing a white unitard to come. Do you know what? I honestly don't understand how we were able to breathe. I in, don't know. In that much, in that much spandex. Jeez. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He just needs to get some Spanx. Come on, Foggy. It's all yeah. right. I'm surely they had those kind of things in the 60s. I don't know if you guys have Spanx in the in the US, Daniel. I hope you know what we mean by Spanx. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. We do. <laughs> 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 I think that's where the name comes from, to Is be it? honest. Because I think I'm, I'm pretty sure. It, it, I think it's a brand name. Oh, I've no I'm pretty idea. sure it's a, it's an American. Like Spanx is a very specific brand name. I um, love that um, that Foggy is like. It's too bad I don't have a build like Matt. You know who has a build exactly like Daredevil. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, I love it. So I am going to do my toot for this issue. And my toot is not the gladiator's costume, (gasps) which we will get to. I really like, I mean, Karen does look like she's dressed as Mrs. Claus. um, But I I do really like her outfit. She's wearing this like little red um, mini skirt and red uh, coat and like little white fur collar. She looks like she's in that movie White Christmas, like she's going to be singing with Bing Crosby. And her little like red boots as and well. Little red boots and her little yeah. white gloves. I love this outfit so it's much. It's a really it's so cute pretty. outfit. Yeah. She stepped it up. She heard our criticisms of her last week. Yeah. And she's 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 stepped it up. And yeah. she's bringing her a game. What what do you think, Daniel? Do you like this outfit? Uh, I did, but yeah, I definitely got the the white Christmas getting in a sleigh <laughs> yeah. kind of outfit. From it. Yeah, well, she it was, was dressed uh... as an elf a few a few issues ago, so she's just stepped. She's going through. She'll be dressed as a reindeer next issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or Elsa. Yeah. yeah. Um. My my absolute panel of the week, though. So I don't know what your panels of the week are yet, guys. But my absolute panel of the week is Daredevil, because Daredevil jumps on top of this cab to follow Foggy and Karen. And he's crouching on top of this cab, and in the background, (laughs) there is a cop. There is a cop who's doing a total double take, like, yeah. I Uh, laughed so hard at this cop. I love it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's my panel. I did, there's a couple of panels as well where he's using his radar sense mm-hmm. which we haven't really seen that much of no not for a while uh, not for a while so i actually quite i quite like this i think there's definitely two maybe three panels where it's got like the circles mm-hmm. around him and stuff um but yeah the confused the confused policeman is standing in the middle of the road um did it for me yeah so I, I love it and this is the second time he's jumped on top of a cab and yeah. we're just pretending that no one noticed, like no one in the cab notices <laughs> that someone has landed on top of the cab. Although the way he's crouched as well, like he's I'm in trying. cats or something. I was like, what are you oh, doing, Matt? Oh, oh, no, I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> uh, so Melvin uh, has changed into his costume and he boasts of beating every Marvel hero as the gladiator. 
Okay, uh, Vicky, I know you like a villain costume. Go I on. am all about this. I am all about this costume. This costume is amazing. I love I love it. Down to like his little boots, which reminded me of um you know, in Greece when they're racing their, their cars. <laughs> yeah. And um the 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 baddies got those like metal things on his yes. on his on his t- on his wheels. Yeah. That's what these boots <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. Uh, yeah, just fabulous. The whole thing, really well thought out. Like he's put some effort into this. It's practical. It's you know he's got all the bits and bobs that he needs in there, like yeah. with his o- oxygen in his mask and everything. Like he's he's given it some thought. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> what do you Absolutely think, love it. Uh, yeah, it's. I'm on the fence about it. Um, I really do like it, um, but like he's got the whole gladiator theme going, so I was expecting it to be a little bit more like ancient Roman kind of themed. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know I, I do like it. Uh, it's. I, I would it's have. I would too. have. I would have expected some sort of skirt. Um, <laughs> I like. It, I like his going. belt. I really like the green belt on it. Yeah. Yeah. But like Gladiator to me, I mean, I you know, I'm thinking of like Russell, Russell Crowe yes. and his and his skirt. Um, but and and he had no sword, which I was a little bit disappointed by, because um, most gladiators have swords, don't they? I think I so. Um, but I yeah, this this whole look for me was. If it's gladiators off telly, they usually have those big sticks with foam things on either end, don't they? The um, pugil sticks. The pugil sticks, yeah. 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 Uh, they would have that, and they would have names like Wolf or Saracen. Um, Do you have the power of the <laughs> I know you guys had gladiators in the US, um, but I think it had a different name, Daniel. Like the show where members of the public would have to, like, battle um gladiators and they all wore spandex and had names and they had to do various physical challenges yeah and they had to like jump on these like i don't know they they had these like obstacle courses and stuff and they had the gladiators that were like pushing them off with like the padded sticks yeah yeah i used to love that show i went into training for kids gladiators oh amazing yeah never got on though i was still time mate I was so in love with Cobra. Oh my god! <laughs> so, and Jet, like oh yeah, I was in love with Jet, Jet for Oof, sure. Jet. Yeah, oh, yeah she, was in, she was gorgeous. So yeah, um, yeah. so I I like this gladiator costume, but I do like um, Karen's little ode to to White Christmas more because I'm kind of with Daniel. I'm a little bit on the fence with the gladiator costume. It's never been one of my favourite villain costumes. But, yeah, so it's, it's not the greatest villain costume, yeah. but I like that thus far mm-hmm. he, he seems to have put the most kind of detail and effort. It's like every part of his costume has a purpose. Yeah. Which I really liked. It's very, it's very practical. It's very like well thought out. Um, but I just, I want a pair of those boots. Their boots are pretty amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. Fabulous. I think we're going to have a bit of a wait until we get up to the, the heady, heady costume heights of the plunderer again um uh, you know 
But we Sweet. might have some familiar faces coming back soon, so that's all I'll say. Oh. So Karen, so Foggy's taking Karen on a date to the docks because <laughs> As it's you do. romantic. And um, obviously Gladiator shows up. So Foggy hides Karen behind some crates and changes while Daredevil watches. And my other panel of the week is, is Foggy standing behind a crate, dressed as Daredevil, holding his clothes, being like, where can I put them so my suit won't wrinkle? This is like, you know, a couple of hundred dollars worth of, of suit. I love how he has like so the great. same like problems that like Matt had in the early days. He's like, what do I do yeah. with this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so great. Like it's just it's funny to see like an average person like, you know, struggle with the like actual practicalities of, you know, trying to be a superhero and be like, How do I change clothes quickly and what do I do with my other clothes? And like, I, I did like as well under um it, when he was getting dressed earlier on, he was like, Oh, um I wonder if uh wearing, you know, this superhero suit under my clothes is gonna itch. Yeah. <laughs> Because you think it would. It's gonna get um, sweaty and. It's yeah. It's gonna you're gonna you're gonna want at least five different like suits. That's what I because... always thought about the, the the Daredevil movie because I was like I they kind of hinted in that that like like Matt in that was wearing his costume under his suit under his like business suit. But he was wearing a full-on, like, leather onesie. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's, that's going to chafe. Can we, can we not talk about that? <laughs> can we talk about Foggy charging at the Gladiator and saying, by golly? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, oh. like, before it starts, like, while he's changing, there's just, like, constant, like, out-of-panel, like, word, like, balloons about, like, the Gladiator just, like, are you coming? Yeah. Are you coming out? Like I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello I made my costume. I want to show it off. <laughs> like, so, come on. So the gladiator knocks Foggy out almost immediately. So Karen runs, um, and then the gladiator chases, but Matt interrupts and fights, and the gladiator just thinks that he didn't knock Foggy out, and that Foggy, yeah, that the Daredevil is is Foggy still. So Karen goes and hails a police car containing policeman Joe and Chuck. Uh, Chuck goes to investigate at the dock, but Joe takes Karen to Matt's office. Because Matt will know what to do, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. And I like, I really like, one of the things I love about this issue is we get this whole scene where the gladiator forces Daredevil into the water because as part of the gladiator's costume, he can breathe underwater, like you said, Vicky. Mm. And I love that, it, you know, Matt is learning from his previous fights. And I love that development where he's like, oh, well, I nearly got beaten before by Namor. So I have, like, practiced all these, like, breathing techniques, you know. My so I can do that. Okay, my yoga breathing. <laughs> so I can, I can, um, you know, so I'm prepared for it again. But I was like, that's great because I love that he's actually learning as a fighter. He's becoming more skilled. Um, yeah, I, I really like that. It was just a nice little detail. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, that was. It's kind of okay. Yeah, and you're police, learning. Um, you're evolving. Yeah, and the the police find nothing at the docks, so they think Karen's hallucinating. You know, because she's a hysterical female. <sighs> <laughs> um, and then we get an interesting thing. So I don't know if you picked up on this, Daniel. 
Um, Karen goes to Matt's office um, and finds it empty, but then she runs into Mr. Dunn, the building manager. Can, can I just point out one thing? Yes. But so, only one. So Karen <laughs> Karen goes to... Um, so off she goes, and she's like, oh, there's no light on. That means Matt isn't here. He's blind, <laughs> Karen. <Yeah. laughs> Why don't you switch thing. on the light? I didn't even pick up on that, but that's amazing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. just, I was like, yeah. why, why would he need light on? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I didn't even pick up on that because I was, I was going, huh? At uh, Mr. Dunn, the building manager. Um, because, did you notice anything weird with this scene, Daniel? I did. He just kind of popped in uh, kind of randomly. And, you know, who who just walks in on in an office in the middle of the night and be yeah. like, so let's talk about your rooms. Was also, uh, there's also a weird thing because this character comes back later and his name is not Mr. Dunn. So apparently I looked it up and this was an editorial mistake um, oh. that his name changes later. So this is actually Frank Farnham. Okay. Yes. So... And I was going to give him. I don't know, I guess since you said it, um, I don't know if you picked up on it, but um, Farnham actually makes an appearance in the Daredevil show as well. Does he? Oh, I didn't pick up on it. Yeah, um, they they change his name to Clyde Farnham, um, but in the first episode of the first season, he's the one that's on the park bench that Wesley is talking to, that they mail into trying killing Karen. Yes, with the... um... No, you're absolutely right. The one who like tries to strangle her in the or tries to to choke her in the jail cell, yeah. Yeah, he's um. I think he's like a guard in in the prison, and they basically blackmail him into trying to kill her, and like he breaks into her cell and tries to like strangle her. Oh, nice catch! Yeah, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, they um they changed it a little bit. They they name his name is uh Clyde Farnham um as opposed to Frank Farnham, but it's a nod to him. That's kind of interesting that they changed his first name because. Hmm. And in season one, there's not like another Frank, you know, in season two, obviously, there's Frank Castle, but there's not like another Frank to kind of get him confused with. But yeah, yeah cool. I mean, you have a nice like, little nod. you know, Castle later on, but that's a different season. Yeah. So uh, Frank Farnham slash Mr. Dunn wants to discuss the rent because it's been paid late several times. We also should um, mention that uh, earlier in this issue, Matt just took a morning off work. Yeah, just <laughs> rocked in at um, <laughs> rocked in at midday. Yeah. Well, I, just, I mean, he put in an all nighter the other day, so yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, but he said he did an all nighter, but he didn't do an all night. Oh, I love it. I love. I, I just love the, the the place is in financial ruin, and he's like, I'm uh, just renting two apartments and going on cruises. <laughs> And not turning up to work. I love it. It's great. It just makes me laugh every time. Um, So Karen goes faint, and um, Farnham offers to call a doctor. um, And uh, later on, Matt will, you know, find her there. um, And Farnham's been looking after her. Uh, Meanwhile, with Daredevil fighting the gladiator, um, he. manages to sort of leap out of the water and surprise Gladiator from behind because Gladiator thought he'd drowned him. And we get this awesome panel of, of Daredevil like leaping out of Gladiator's way and doing a little tumble. 
Yeah. It's like across the uh, the the panel, and it's really fun. I really love it, particularly the bit where he's like all tucked up and he's holding his knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cannonball. Um, yeah. And then he karate chops the bear spot under Gladiator's jaw and knocks him out. And then just as the police arrive, Foggy decides to wake up and he's very confused because <laughs> they're like, oh, Daredevil, you, you, why have you knocked this man out? He's obviously not doing anything wrong. I mean, even though he's dressed like he's dressed a like gladiator. A bloody... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and Foggy's just like, what? Okay. <laughs> Again, we get Foggy being fat shamed because the policeman's uh, like, "Oh, I didn't expect Daredevil to be so flabby." It's like, yeah, Aww. stop, stop, fat shaming. Yeah, we, we, no fat shaming in this house, thank you. No, no. Uh, and then Foggy realizes that the gladiator is actually Melvin Potter from the costume shop, and Melvin is now convinced that Foggy is the real Daredevil. Oh, now have two red. two villains and now think that Foggy is Daredevil. Yeah, this, yeah this exactly. Can, this can only end well, obviously. Yeah. It could only end with Foggy and Karen getting married and, and living happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't understand how he could, like, confuse, like, the two, though. Like, yeah. how, how would... You know, because he saw Foggy in the Daredevil costume before and then, you know, knocked him out and then Matt jumps in and yet he can't tell the difference. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, it's very strange. Because, yeah. He, yeah, because why wouldn't he think that the real Daredevil would show up? Because he doesn't think Foggy is the real Daredevil. So, mm. like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's very strange. It is odd. Very odd. Um, so Matt is now pissed at Foggy. He's really pissed. Like he's proper, he's properly raging. Yeah, um, and he say, but he, he says that at uh, first of all he was touched by Foggy's pathetic attempts to impress Karen. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And Larry's um, like, and now you've put everyone in danger. Yeah, yourself, Karen, me, the firm. You're making me look bad as a superhero. Yeah, yeah. He's really, really angry. Um, and he gets back to the office as Matt and finds that Farnham is looking after Karen. And then he's like, um, where can I find your partner, Foggy Nelson? Because I've got some personal business with him. And um, he says, oh, he'll be in tomorrow. And then he's like, OK, all right, good night. And, um, and then Matt basically stands in the dark and broods. And uh, he says he must find an answer to the problem of Foggy. <laughs> So next issue, he murders him. No. Oh, oh. I love that. Like, I how like the cops just like let him go. They're yeah. Like. Yeah. He's just like, well, you're, you're looking, you know, they basically fat shame him. And then he's like, OK, you just, you know, walk off. We'll just deal with this guy that you knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can go now. Yeah. Go on, Daredevil. It's all right. I, I love that Foggy is kind of like, oh, I just want to go home and get under my electric blankets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> I've always been too scared to have an electric blanket in case I set oh, myself on fire. My nan used to have one. It was amazing. Yeah, like my, my <laughs> mum used to have one. Um, but yeah, they've always terrified me. <laughs> I want one of the... Wasn't there like an electric blanket in the Brave Little Toaster? I have no idea what you're the, talking about. What? You don't know the Brave Little Toaster, Vicky? It's like an animated no. film. No. I think his best friend was like an electric blanket and they went on an adventure together. 
Right. I think it's been so long since I've seen that, though. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's memories, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like there was a terrifying bit where they were at a circus and there was, like, an evil clown or something. But I, I haven't seen it in, like, 30 years or so. Um, so what do you guys, what do you think about the end of this issue? I mean, Daniel, obviously you have no kind of what's going to happen. Uh, but Vicky, what are your thoughts? Because next issue, they they say, it's not the title, but they do say uh, it's the fate of Foggy Nelson. It's just the, a, the actual title of the issue is Alone Against the Underworld. It's just a mess. Like, f- Foggy. Just, <laughs> I, I, I mean, we talk about... Uh, uh, like we talk about how women should you know just be yourself you don't you know don't change who you are and what you look like to try and impress a guy because Mm. sorry daniel they're frankly not worth it um (laughs) daniel's worth it but you know what i mean it's that whole but it's the same this is like the, the people just conveniently choose to ignore this side of of the equality sort of argument is that guys are just as affected just as much by this kind of thing you know always feel that they've got to and and perhaps even more so because it's you know they feel like they've got to impress the women with their manly manless um you know and that whole like chest beating gotta provide and all the rest of it it's like just be yourself Mm mm-hmm like, just, you don't have to, because now, like, look at the hole you've dug yourself, you idiot. Yeah, and you could end up pretending to be a superhero with, like, two two supervillains after you, like Foggy. <laughs> like, literally, all a guy has to do is show up at your door with lasagna and a puppy and be able to make you laugh so hard that you nearly wet yourself. Like, oh, that's yeah. it. That That's all women want. Yeah. In a guy. <laughs> I mean, it has to be vegan lasagna for me, but, you know, but that like that, that's, you know, and he's just he's he's dug himself this hole now. Mm-hmm. And it's like it uh, to the point where it, no matter what happens, it's going to be bad because if he like comes clean, Karen's going to be like, you know, and, and go Karen about it. Um, and Matt's not going to be too pleased either but now like matt's like well i can't stop him without outing myself as daredevil which i don't i don't Um, agree with because i i think he could stop him without outing himself because he could be like foggy why are you saying that you're daredevil i've known you for such a long time because again it's again they're acting like they're not friends but then and they don't then, know each other but then that in itself could open up on another whole can of worms because then Foggy's just going to be like well screw you you know why why can't I be Daredevil like what makes you am I that you know it's like Fo- Foggy someone needs to work on Foggy's self esteem yeah, really yeah. here um, I feel like he's been you know he's, he's very insecure about himself uh, deep down and, I, and that is just like really sad and to be honest with you like trying so hard with Karen like bless her um, I mean we all know that Karen is is not is by far one of my like least favourite characters on like in comics and on the screen 
um, which is really annoying because I love Deb Aaron Walls so mm-hmm. much. One of the best um, actresses, but one of the best. Oh, I love her. But Karen, and she's just like Karen in the comics, especially because it's like 60s. Like, she's so vapid. It's like, seriously, Foggy, you could do so much better. Yeah, there was Foxy, um, Foxy Lady, Deborah. She turned out to be like a baddie. Yeah, but of. she was super foxy. And it's just like, you know, loads of women would be ha- like really happy to, to have him as their boyfriend. Yeah. Just, oh. it just makes kind me, interesting. it just makes I'm me sorry. really mad because I, it just, it really upsets, like it upsets me when I see characters um, and people like who think so little of themselves that they mm. feel they have to go to these sort of extremes to like either impress someone that they are sort of secretly in love with or to kind of project a completely different version, like project the version that they think the world wants to see. Mm. And it's like, just be yourself, you know, just be a freaky weirdo. If you're a freaky weirdo, yeah, other freaky weirdos will find you attractive. I mean, you know, a bit, for platonic reasons or romantic reasons or whatever, just like be yourself. Yeah. See, see our friendship origin story from last episode. <laughs> like exactly, like we're friends. Find your person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It just it, it it just yeah. I I was like just it made me angry and like sad and upset for him at the same time. Yeah. And screw Karen for being so vapid and shallow. <laughs> like Foggy is a good guy. Yeah. Give him a chance. Yeah. He's been he's been nicer to her than Matt has for sure. Oh god yeah. You know. I mean it's taken to like an extreme, but I think it's actually like a, a fairly like real world kind of like scenario. You know, not with dressing up and, you know, the super villains and all that, but just like you said, you know, someone that feels like they you need to be more than they are to impress mm. somebody. It's, you know, like, you know, pretend to be something else to like, you know, get what they think is, you know, their person. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's, it's really not. So I think it definitely, it happens a lot. And it's just like, if you feel that you have to do that in order to, for this person to be interested in you, they're not worth it. Yeah. They're not, they're not worth it. Just, it's, yeah, you're better. You know, you're worth more than that. Like, yeah, it's you're kind in- of interesting the parallels between like Foggy and Gladiator in this issue because they're both, I think, kind of like feeling marginalized by like mm. the superheroes in the world and the other people, and they're wanting to like prove, you know, like prove themselves to be their equal or better. So there's kind of like a lot of parallels between the two of them wanting to like prove themselves. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally totally just going about it sort of differently like well, even then not that differently because they're both putting on costumes mm-hmm. which to an extent is a different version of themselves so i don't know maybe we're just reading too much into this <laughs> that's our job in in josie's bar though that's true yeah yeah that yeah. is true uh that's what we do so um, how did you guys like the uh like the ambiance of the fight where it was like at the docks and they had like the wavy lines like for the background yeah. and the fog and everything. Oh, I love the in. fog. I love the way the fog was drawn. Did they did they do like the whole fog thing because it was foggy? Ah. 
<laughs> foggy Maybe. in the fog. Mm. I don't know. But yeah, like, uh, I like that whole like down by the docks thing. It? it felt very much like the Daredevil show. It was like, and I did, I did kind of like, like down by the docks in New York. It was like, is this a gay euphemism? Like, are we? Is it? I've never like, heard that. No, just you know, yeah, like whole down, yeah. Look, anyway. just because I sent you a photo this week of Spider-Man and Daredevil embracing Vicky. Look, I will make everything gay <laughs> if I can. So let's talk about our toots and our boots. So once again, this week I'm going to toot um, uh, Karen's audition outfit for White Christmas. Um, and <laughs> I can't remember what I booted. Oh, I booted Matt's uh, reverse carrot outfit. <laughs> Just because I was like, oh, what are these colours? I don't, I don't like it. Um, because it was like green it was a green sort of robe with his orange hair on top he just looked like a reverse carrot yeah Um, what about you Daniel Um, I'm kind of on the fence about I think I'll I'll, I'll toot the the gladiators outfit Um, it it is good uh, especially compared to the marauders outfit that we got the last couple of issues (laughs) Um, definitely a huge improvement, um, but it's just not my my absolute favorite villain outfit. But I'll toot it, um, and I, I do want to give the minor two to uh, now that you've dubbed it the reverse carrot outfit. You know, I thought it was you know it looked very comfy and very you know sixties you know rich person outfits when he was lounging in his uh, his his evening wear. Um, and then I think my boots. Um, I mean, the, the workout gear I think is an obvious boot, um, but I think I might also boot um, Melvin's like. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's like his work clothes. I don't know. Like his little purple outfit. No, the one like after where he's like he's like taking off the jacket and then he's got like an apron on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can see that. Yeah, it was a minor boot, but I think I'll boot that one. Fair enough, uh, Vicky. What about you? What What are you booting this week, Vicky? <laughs> I think we all know, don't we? <laughs> the tight, the tidy whiteies and brogues workout combo is just yeah. Get out, get out, get out. Why don't you, I you mean, it. you could wear that next time you go to the gym. Yeah, because, no. <laughs> <laughs> next, next Comic-Con, we'll both wear this outfit. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I mean, we could do, like, over the weekend, we could do the Matt's workout outfit on one day, and then yeah. the next day I'll do the naked Clint with, oh, naked his, own, with, with his own face over his bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that is my boot because we but we we knew that was going to happen. Like whenever he he goes down to his like super secret gym, we know that I'm going to boot the outfit. It's just <laughs> it's just a given. Um and I am going to toot the gladiators outfit mainly because of the fabulous uh like razor blade boots. Um yeah. and I did I did very much enjoy Karen's Mrs. Claus look as well. Oh. Fair enough. So, yeah, so those two, I think, for me. 
My my favourite panel is going to be um, the the shocked policeman. Yeah, that's mine too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about you, Daniel? Did you have any other panels that you really liked? Um, there were two. I kind of like the one where he hooks onto a helicopter for the second time. Oh yeah, and is like being whisked across the the city on the helicopter. Um. And then I also like the one where it's, let's see, it was right before they, like, fall into the water. Um, it's got the gladiator and Daredevil kind of, like, locked in combat, like, right, you know, at the docks, fixing to fall into the water. I thought that was a cool mm. kind of iconic action shot. Mm. They drew that, that um, fight, re- it, was, it was drawn really nicely. Like, mm. very action-packed. I love the way that John Romita draws the fights. They're always kind of easy to follow you know but they're very dynamic mm. yeah i really like the whole the whole gladiator fight i think it's right up there with with namor with me as far as like top mm. fights that we've had so far mm. Interesting. yeah yeah i really oh, like it. namor and his tiny pants. <laughs> we will call him yeah his little tiny pants oh uh he needs to come to the mcu He's got to be coming soon, right? Come on, no more. I hope so. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Well, thank you for joining us this week, Daniel. Oh, actually, yes. what are we going to do before we say thank you? This issue, are we going to put it in the vault uh, with the best, the best and the finest uh, issues? <laughs> are we going to put it under the bar just in case we need to mop up some spillages later? Or are we going to throw it out the window a la Turk Barrett? What do you think? Oh, poor Turk. Um, I don't. I don't think it's it's window worthy. No, it's not window worthy. I don't think. Um, I'm not entirely sure if it's vault worthy. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, 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 I like it. I think um, the villain. I I find I, he's not one of my favourites in this. I like the gladiator later on more. It's a bit like the Purple Man. Mm. Um, the stuff going on with Foggy is just insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was quite entertaining. Yeah. As well as quite sad. So I don't know whether it's... I don't know whether I want to put it in the vault or not. I don't I, know. I, I'm going volu- to vote that it goes under the bar. Uh, what do you yeah. think, Daniel? Um, I think I would do the vault with this one just because I really loved the the fight with Gladiator, mm-hmm. and I I really enjoyed the uh, just all the stuff that's going on with Foggy. Um, you know, I kind of got tired of it, like the the soap opera stuff before, but it's it's kind of become fun in this issue, and it reminded me of a, a later issue that we'll get with um, that's very Foggy centric and during the Frank Miller run. Yes, um, that's you know it, it's a very fun issue. So, and, and I actually was laughing out loud when he was, like, changing into the Daredevil outfit. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, the, that was pretty the, funny. the gladiator was just, like, waiting on him. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I don't know. I, I enjoyed this issue. I thought it was fun. I, and I love the, uh, the, the ambiance of, you know, all the fog and fighting on the docks and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I can be swayed to put it in the vault. It's, it's yeah. down, Vicky, it's down to you. Oh no, don't no. <laughs> um, I mean, it was it was an entertaining issue. I gotta say, like I I way preferred it from like um, the Ox last mm-hmm. week. Um, so yeah, I think I you can go in the vault. I think. Okay, all right. 
It's going in the I vault. Mean, just the, uh, the fabulous boots. Fabulous boots. Deserve to be in there points. anyway. Yeah. Yeah, with the plunderer's boots. All right, into, into the vault. Yay! Yay. So, thank you um, for coming on again, Daniel. You're going to be on again in another two weeks, which is going to be awesome. Hey. Um, yeah, awesome. So I'm 20, and we get a, a new artist that issue, which will yeah. be, be fun. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, is there anything you want to uh, promote today? Um, the only thing that I can think of, uh, which I meant to do the last time I was on, um, I'm on a... Uh, like a Green Lantern fan side. I know it's kind of jumping ship to brand Eck. Uh, but um, that's one of my other favorite characters was a uh, Green Lantern. And um, there's a website on Facebook, um, our page called the blog of Oa. And they actually have a website and a podcast nice. um, that I'm kind of uh, loosely a part of. I run a book club um, through their Facebook page. Um, so if there's any Green Lantern fans out there that want to jump on and, uh, you know, read some Green Lantern in a, a weekly book club, um, I'm over there on the blog of a Facebook page. You can seek us out. Nice. Awesome. That's awesome. I, I, I'm sad to say that my knowledge of Green Lantern is purely from the Ryan Reynolds movie. <laughs> oh, that was uh, such a, a travesty. It's kind of like the 2003, you know, Daredevil movie for Green Lantern. You know, yeah. I was, was going to say, now you know how I feel about the Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's my knowledge of Green Lantern, unfortunately. But at, least Ryan, doing... at least Ryan Reynolds has fun with that, though. Yeah. Like, to fun. this day, he's still... Oh yeah, all the all the stuff about it since has been the most fun thing about it of him. Yeah, and they're meant to be doing a new um, doing a new version with the John Stewart Green Lantern, who I have heard of. So that would be fun. Yeah, they're uh, they're supposed to be doing like a movie and an HBO series. So there's there's some stuff in the works with them. Yeah, that would be fun. Because the because the the Green Lanterns kind of show up in Justice League, don't they? When they yeah, it, like the, the when when happen. when they're talking about um, the battle with the first battle with Steppenwolf when they all came together it was like it was the Atlanteans it was the um, the Amazonians and it was uh, the world of men oh, and the yeah, gods and, and the gods as well and then you have the Green Lanterns yeah whizzing around because he kills one of them and the ring just kind of like off it goes. So yeah, that that was really cool. I I like I I rewatched the Justice League quite a lot because well because I know why you don't have to say because it's really fun. No. It's a really like fun movie and uh and I really I I love Jason Momoa in that in that movie. He's ridiculous. But yeah, we all know we what I watch it for Henry Cavill. Yes, yeah. I was like. <laughs> it's... And his terrible moustache cover-up. Oh, it's so uh, bad. All right, so, well, guys, it's time at the bar. It is time at the bar. Ding, My ding, Tommy, ding, ding, ding. Tommy just told me it's dinner time. <clears throat> yeah, and mine too. Um, mm. So, yeah, we will be back next issue for more Gladiator. Yay! Goodbye. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks, Daniel. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar, 
or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sas.com.